Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 143 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Guys, we have a treat for you today. We're so glad you're listening. We, in fact, we love that you listen every single week. It is amazing. It's becoming a community, which was what we dreamed about back in the beginning. We're here for these three E's that we always talk about. We want to entertain you. We want to make you laugh and just remind you, you're not alone in this. We're all in this together. We want to encourage you and we want to help equip you in your ministry. And, you know, we have this force that joins us on the podcast. And that's really the only way to describe it. She's got many names, many monikers. She puts the E in she. <laughs> it's big. Yonsei, Jennifer Here Smale. I am. Here Not I am. Jenny. Please don't. Just. <laughs> I will end this. We will end it right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm sorry. I, I, man, I wish I didn't give you ammo because (laughs) I should just. By the way, did you scrub your Facebook of pictures? No. Why? You did. You did because (laughs) I was looking for a specific picture last night to to use, and it is no longer there. I just you you took. Did you take some? You took some stuff off. Just blocked you. you. That's all I did. I'm just kidding. I I don't feel like I share too many pictures to Facebook, so I don't know. But Brian can't be trusted. You you should start. Everybody everybody just needs to know that. You have any other facial reactions other than a smile? Just throw them up on the the Facebook. No, you can't be trusted. Brian, just so you guys know what this guy does, he (laughs) trolls the internet. For bad picture. I do. Uh, I do. But I mean, I do the same thing. I actually have one locked and loaded on my phone of you that I'm ready to. Oh, I'm, I, don't, I'm, I don't doubt it. I, I need to meme it really soon here. So anyway, <laughs> it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Like Brian said, we have a tasty treat in store this week. Obviously, we're going to share some resources with you guys. We're going to laugh at some prayer concerns, but we are going to give you a, a buffet so to speak, of highlights smorgasbord. from Smorgasbord, a cornucopia, a feast There you go. <laughs> of highlights from the big room uh, question answers that we've gotten. We, you, we've been doing this 140, what are we, you said 143? Absolutely. This is 143, man. There's been a lot of answers to the big room question, and we thought, you know what, let's go back and, and highlight a few of them. And so we have just a handful that we're going to be sharing with you guys um, today. But before we get to all of that, Brian, will you take just a moment and tell our listeners about our sponsor, Planning Center? Absolutely. So Planning Center has revolutionized the way I do ministry. It has it has completely transformed the ease of scheduling and all those mm-hmm. things. And I was just thinking, our podcast is almost to half a million streams. Wow. Think about that. Wow. 500,000 streams. And Planning Center's been there f- for almost every one of them. Wow. And so we love Planning Center. So uh, here's, here's what they are. If you don't know what Planning Center is, it's a collection of online applications that are designed to set you free to focus on what really matters in your ministry. They have launched an app called Church Center, 
It's a free app for your congregation. Uh, and if you use Planning Center, you can give the people in your church access to Church Center, and they can connect to the life of the church by checking in their families, giving, joining groups, managing their own personal profile information, registering for events. It's, it's going to revolutionize the way your, your church uh, does. And here's the deal. like Apps are super expensive yeah. for churches to develop on their own. Mm-hmm. Here's one that you can just have as a part of your planning center yep. deal. That's the win-win. And planning center is amazing like that. So you can learn more at planningcenter.com slash church dash center. Do it. Well, Yance, we're here. We're at the Experience Conference, yep. and it is amazing. It is. It is balmy. Balmy. It's so yeah, balmy. It's, it's a, yeah, it's, yeah, you get like the, you, you'd spend all this time on your hair, and then you walk outside, and it's, it's like, just, yeah, yeah, that, we shouldn't waste the time. But we are <laughs> exactly. in the happiest place on earth. We are, man. It's what magical. Are you, what are you most looking forward to this week? Man, there's a few things. There's a few things. So uh, I'm looking forward to Pastor Scott's message, because last yes. year- Come on, man. Last year, that word he spoke just rocked so me. So many notes. I've gone back and reread my notes from it. So I'm really looking mm-hmm. forward to what he has to share um, with us. And then I think I'm most looking forward to just getting to interact and meet face-to-face people that we've connected with over the interwebs for the last year. I've got several Absolutely. Instagram buddies that we've never met face-to-face and we're going to meet right? at Experience. So I'm thinking Absolutely. meeting, hanging out with people, hanging out with the Worship Leader Probs Nation. It's the people. That's what I'm looking forward yeah, to. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, I it's been a really long time since I've seen uh, uh, Red Rocks worship mm. live. Yeah. So really psyched about that. Vertical worship is always just unbelievable. You know, Chris McClarney, yeah. come on. If I have already told him, if he does not play Hallelujah for the Cross, I'm walking out. It's just throw stuff at him while he's up there. <laughs> That's going to be... <laughs> Gonna be way more effective. <laughs> and I've never seen uh, I've never seen Brandon Lake uh, lead live yeah. either. So yeah. really, really looking forward to that. So and and so many friends, man. Uh, so 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 many friends. Hey, I'm, I wasn't even planning to do this. Uh, we have a dear friend named Bob Hunt uh, that Kim and I we've ministered in his church numerous times. Wildwood Church in Ashland, Kentucky. And Bob got some uh, some bad health news. Uh, this week, and uh, we're going to see him at Experience Conference. So, fam, WLP Nation, we need uh, our friend Bob needs a miracle. Mm-hmm. So, would you join us in praying for Bob Hunt, yeah. uh, Wildwood Church, Ashland, Kentucky? Yeah, that's what you need to know. Pray for mm-hmm. Bob, and thank mm-hmm. you in advance uh, for doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So good, so good. So, so we're hanging here. Exactly. We're hanging here at Experience. We, we're seeing people in their Worship Leader Probs gear, which is so always so awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a blast. It is. It is. I am lamenting that I didn't get the t-shirt cannon. I just, you, guys, you know, yeah. I did not realize how expensive they are. Um, and I priced them out. It, it's, yeah. it, it, it seems unreasonable. <laughs> You know, yeah. uh, I tried talking Brian into um, a water balloon launcher um, because those are 20 <laughs> bucks on Amazon. It takes like three people to use it, um, but it's kind of like a slingshot. It's a giant slingshot. <laughs> exactly. But, I, exactly. I, I, you know, I can do it. We can't do it. Exactly. Anymore. Well, guys, if you're here, keep an eye out on our socials because 
Uh, we're going to be announced, you know, the lo- the location of our secret WLP meetup. Yep. Uh, the the location and the time of our podcast recording. Yep. Uh, we're going to record episode uh, one forty four uh, with a live audience. Yeah. So it's going to be fire. Yes, and we got nifty gifties for you if you join yes, us for our do. secret hang. We got some nifty Come gifties. On. So. Join us. It's now, it's a part of your uh, lexicon now, isn't I'm, it? I'm ashamed of I'm myself. I'm so proud of that. I'm just, so proud of that. I need to go rethink my life when we're done. I feel like I'm most, <laughs> I'm most proud of that. You know, half a million streams, uh, 100,000. I'm he's, most proud He's of got that. me saying nifty gifties. And what's sad is I'm going to say it at some point publicly in front of my kids. And it's, <laughs> oh, it's going to be disastrous. Please so. do. The little smales. <laughs> the little, all the little smales, all of them. Well, Brian, we love to laugh. We love to laugh at other people. Oh, yes, we do. (laughs) I think it is time for prayer concerns. So, guys, it's episode, uh, you know, 143. If you've just joined us and you don't know what a prayer concern is, let me tell you. So every church has a like a card, an info card, or some kind of a response device. And on the back, it usually says, like, how can we pray for you? Sometimes people put actual prayer requests there. Other times, they may like to give you some feedback on what they think of the job you're doing. And sometimes they don't think you're doing that great of a job. Mm-hmm. And they're going to tell you. And they might use the chat of your live stream. They might use a Yelp or Google review of your church or whatever, uh, you know, people be crazy, man. And they're going to come for you. So we share those anonymously. People submit them, uh, all over the world. Uh, they send these in, you can go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab, Mm -hmm. and, uh, we'll never share your name or your church's name. So let's dive right in prayer concern. Number one, after a service that I thought went really well, a man walked up to the stage, looked me in the eye and said, could you not scream into the microphone? <laughs> yes, that's what. Okay, that's what. He, that's exactly what he Certainly. was doing. I'm sure. I'm Thank sure. You. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks yeah. for that, brother. I feel Thanks very. Thanks for that word of encouragement. I felt really uplifted for that. God bless so. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, number two, prayer concern number two. I leaned up against the offering table while I was playing guitar during communion. A lady came up and said, she better never see that again. I told her, sorry, I was actually just focused on the emblems and their meaning, so I didn't even realize it, but maybe that's what you should be focusing on. I'm I'm seeing a common thread lately with the the, the observations that are happening constantly during worship. Wow, I better not see that again. Wow. Focus on. Yeah, that's a bold move. That's a savage. That is. That is. I, someone named, her name has to be, that's not a Gladys or an Alice. That's like a Barbara move. Yeah. That's got Barbara written all over it. Yeah, it does. It does. (laughs) (laughs) Holy moly. Okay. Number three, prayer concern. Number three, while mixing in the booth on Sunday morning, I had one of our pastors standing behind the booth singing his heart out. It was so incredibly loud and not necessarily in tune that I made the decision to tactfully approach him about it. 
I mean, if I can't hear the mix, I can't do the job with excellence, right? So I turn around prepared to be as gentle as possible, which is not historically my forte. And I see he is full on worshiping, eyes closed, arms reached out. It was just pure worship. I decided to let it go and just started singing with him. <laughs> it's call. kind of a nicer that's side. A good, that's that a gen- is... Yeah, that's a, gen- that's a more gentle side of good prayer concerns. Good call. That's, that was a good call on his part. That's a good call. That was a very gentle, that was a very gentle call. Yeah, yeah. All right, number four, prayer concern number four. Quote, we need better communication. I never know what's going on. No, I don't take the bulletin. No, I don't look at the posters. No, I haven't signed up for the emails. No, I don't go in the service early enough to see the announcements. Can't we just have a bulletin board somewhere with lists of everything that's going on? That you... <laughs> that's from a that's from a member of our newly formed communication team. Oh my gosh! Wait, I don't look at the bulletins. I don't. I don't. But I want a bulletin yeah, don't board. Look at post, yeah, exactly. That they probably exactly. still won't look at. They. <laughs> that sounds like a an analog person living in a digital age, <laughs> which I can relate to. What that they, what they want a homing pigeon. I mean, come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Good Lord. Okay. Number five, prayer concern. Number five, this is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. This happened after a recent service. And this is the exact quote. Well, at least you sung all the right notes this week. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like weekly performance reviews. Where do we start on that one? No, I don't even. Where do we start? Oh yeah, come on, fam. Come on, fam. So those are prayer concerns. Uh, again, share yours at worshipleaderprobs.com. Just click on the prayer concerns tab, and you will we'll always keep your name and your church's name anonymous. Uh, you can also DM them to us uh, on Instagram as well. Well, I'm really excited today. So yeah. uh, for our, our last... Uh, segment, we have a little something special for you. You know, every interview we've ever done, we have ended the interview with what we call the big room question. And it usually goes something like this. If we could gather every worship leader, every production leader, uh, and all of their volunteers, like this would be a massive gathering of worship teams from all over the world. If we could gather them all in one place and we gave you a microphone, what would you say to them? Mm-hmm. So we have gone back through the archives of, you know, 142 episodes, and yeah. uh, here's what we've got for you. We're going to share some highlights uh, from some of the big room question answers that we've gotten. So you're going to hear uh, a part of the answer from Candace Payne. You're going to hear from Brian and Katie Torwalt. You're going to hear from the boss lady, Kim Walker-Smith. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear from Bob Coughlin. Yep. You're going to hear from Rita Springer. And last but not least, Tyler and Corey from Red Rocks Worship. Here you go. Wow. First of all, I would tell them, um, you are as spiritually wise as the pastor. Um, I feel like that's the biggest undervalue that everybody in that position has felt. Mm-hmm. I'm just a singer. I'm just a guitar player. I'm just a drummer. I'm, and I'm sitting here going, dude, you're bringing the kingdom of heaven in a way that's very mysterious and yet tangible. 
in some yeah. aspects. And so why would we ever devalue you as a human to say that you're not as wise as a speaker or an author or a pastor? Yeah. Um, so I really feel like a lot of worship leaders need to understand you are not only wise, but you're, you're called to a level of devotion to God in that same arena as a pastor, author, speaker, as yeah. the one that gets 45 minutes where you get 25 minutes, you still need to study as though you get 45 minutes. Mm, you still need wow. to connect with God as though you get that 45 minutes. Um, because there are some people that they're only going to connect in the worship. There are some people they're only going to connect in the, the teaching and speaking time. But here's the deal. Yep. You're not responsible for how people connect to God. You're responsible to bring what you've connected with God. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. it. And the thing right. is, if you're offering fluff, we're all going to feel it. Yeah. All, mm. I mean, like you can't hide that junk. Mm. There's that's no right. way to hide it. Your lack of talent. Um, that's one thing that you can practice on and get better at, you know, but as far as your lack of depth in the knowledge of the word, you cannot fake. Mm. And we all, right. feel it. we all feel it. And we all feel it in the, your prayers in between songs. Listen, your lyrics shouldn't be your highest conversation about God. Your lyrics should not be your highest conversation about God. You shouldn't rely on what somebody else's experience with the Father has given them to be your theology. What I would say is I think the thing in my life that really changed my life forever were those times I personally had with the Lord in my room. Mm-hmm. Um, in, as a teenager in my early 20s, and still, but really those as a, as a young a young person just trying to figure out who he was, loved the Lord, loved worship, spending those times um, with the Lord, honestly seeking, seeking after him for like me as an individual who wasn't anybody, and having those moments, it really changed my life. And, and I, and I, and I, and it, it helped me learn as, as a leader, as someone um, leading worship, or even just being a part of a worship team or a community that, you know, I wasn't defined by who, by what I was doing, but hmm. the fact that I knew who I was in God, like my, wow. like as a creative person, we struggle so much with like, okay, like I, I am what I do or I am what I create, but that's not true. And it's like God creates perfect things, but we don't. And so we mm-hmm. learning that, that thing and how we learn that piece of, um, of just that, that character piece of, of identity piece. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the thing that has served me the most in my walk with God is, is no, is I know that I know that I know that I'm loved by God. There's nothing that I can do that's going to change that, you know? Wow. So. Powerful. Amen. So yeah. good. It's really good. It's really, really good. I agree with Brian. I think that's kind of what it's simple. It's something that, that we've heard and learned before, but it, it's another thing that we circle back to even throughout our life. Like yeah. I think that, that as in a young adult, you're told like often that, and you have to fight that a lot. And you kind of, I feel like I was almost confused when I had to go through that again as an older and like an older adult um, identity stuff doesn't really go away and seasons of life change pretty dramatically. 
And so it's mm. going to be challenged and it's going to be, yeah. um, it's going to be questioned again at different points in your life. And, and that's healthy. It's totally healthy and it's good. And to finding God in different ways, finding, searching out the presence of God is really part of the gift. <laughs> it's really, it changes how we, how we experience God and how we see him and how we lead it's all Amen. through, mm. it's all through like that journey of life. And so just oh, yeah. to keep pursuing and to never, to never grow like satisfied with that, yeah. with where you're mm. at. Cause it, I personally feel like even just for the church right now, I feel like we've kind of gone through a, a period again of refinement, or maybe we're going through that right now yeah. um, where mm. God is stripping away the unnecessary stuff. Yeah. Yep. Some of this stuff is just not necessary and it's been fun. It's been beautiful. And, um, but I feel like God is definitely stripping it back again. And for mm. our good and for our benefit, so we can experience them in like a more powerful, pure, Come beautiful on. way, Let's and go. another part yep. of them. And so, just to be encouraged in that, that if stuff isn't working or stuff's getting frustrating right now, it's because there's another, there's another level, that there's another outpouring that I feel like God wants to do, and He's He's refining. Mm. Um, a lot of the writers and worship leaders that we know, we've talked about that a lot in the last little while of like, Oh, something's just not working anymore. That was working before. And it's not that it's bad. It's just that there's like, there's new wine. So what is it? Yeah. Come on. Um, Come on. And that's what we're, I guess just be encouraged in that, that that's, it's supposed to feel like that (laughs) (laughs) when we're on the brink of something new here together and to press into it and not to grow discouraged. Wow, so much. Well, um, the the first and main thing I'd probably want to say is um, I would just want to remind them that people are never your enemy ever. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that uh, especially when you work in in a creative realm, it's and you just <laughs> feel kind of. <laughs> picked apart sometimes, you know, it's really easy, um, to make people your enemy or working with a team and, you know, all these creative people who have a difference of opinions and not everyone always agrees on how it should be or how it should go or whatever. And I just think, um, we're meant to live in community and we're meant to live partnered with people and having people in our lives and working with others. And, um, our, our job as the worship team and everyone that that entails is to serve the body of Christ. And, and to you, it's hard to serve them if you don't truly love them. And, um, and let's be honest, sometimes they are a little unlovable. (laughs) Sometimes they are hard to love. They really are. And, um, and so I would just want to remind everyone that, uh, that that is is our job, and and for me, when I'm struggling to love people, where I'm struggling to love the church, when I'm struggling to love those who who hurt me, um, I just go and spend some time with Jesus, getting more of His love, uh, because that's that's the only way I can do that. Like I get filled up with His love, and that is the love I use <laughs> to love mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. And um, I would just, I think that there's you know, it makes me sad when there's like high turnover rates or, you know, a constant, you know, you can't, the church is a struggle keeping people and, and constantly people, you know, going out because it didn't go the way they wanted, or Mm. they didn't get promoted as quickly as they wanted, or they didn't get the position or they didn't get along with, or they didn't like the pastor, you know, whatever. And I just think, man, I just wish sometimes we just had 
more of this thing inside of us that says, um, it, it, it's worth the fight. It's worth, worth the fight for relationship and community and to be working with people. And it's not, it's not ever going to be perfect. And there is always going to be that stuff. Um, but it's worth it if we can stick through it and learn, learn to love. Um, but also the other thing I would say is, um, and I, I say this a lot and to be perfectly honest, I feel like only a small percentage actually listen to what I'm saying and like really take it to heart. But you know, when, when people ask me, I, they say, I want to grow as a worship leader, worshiper, how can I do that? And I tell them, you got to grow your relationship with Jesus. And I mm. feel like it's kind of like a meh, disappointing answer, like, okay, whatever, you know, the Christian thing to say, but the real power comes from that relationship. And so, you know, if you want to get, get up there and have a good performance and sing songs, fine, do it. Lots of people can do that. But if you want to get up there and if you want authority and if you want to move in power, if you want to partner with Holy Spirit, if you want to see lives changed, you have got to match that with your prayer life. Like mm. you've got to have a relationship with God that is alive and breathing and active and an actual prayer life and relationship with him. That's where the authority comes from. That's where the power comes from. And, and that's why, you know, you can look out at a, a sea of worship leaders, artists, musician, recording people, whatever you want to call them. And there's only going to be probably a small percentage that there's actual power, the power of God flowing through them, things actually happening versus we're singing songs that we love. And there's nothing, I'm not saying that there's something wrong with that. We love the songs. We love going to those events. We love being a part of that, but you can't expect something powerful to happen if there's no actual relationship with God. Wow, Jesus is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, the, the, the burden that's been on my heart in the last couple of years has been music is great, Jesus is greater. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, that that's a short phrase, but it says a lot in the sense that we can look to music to provide what only Jesus can provide. Music's, music can comfort us temporarily. Jesus comforts us forever. Uh, music can allude to truth. Jesus is the truth. Uh, music can't save us. Jesus can mm-hmm. save us. Mm-hmm. So there, there's, if it was a group like that, um, you know, I'd want to do everything I can. And I probably, as a sub-note, on that say we know him primarily through the word of God so if you want to know him really well you'll want to know mm-hmm. your Bible really well and I've gotten to scripture memory more in the last few years um, helps my mind but it helps my mm-hmm. soul you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so many times I'm talking to someone and, and a scripture comes to mind or even in counseling myself one time I've been memorizing some Psalms and um, Psalm 40 was one I memorized. And uh, I was driving along just thinking all these discouraging thoughts. And, you know, Psalm 40 verse five came to mind. You have multiplied the Lord, my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts toward us. None can compare with you. I will proclaim and tell of them. Mm -hmm. Yet there are more than can be told. Mm -hmm. And that that just (laughs) so spoke to me. 
You know, doesn't it? It's like, while I'm sitting there worrying about my future and, and how things are going to work out and what I haven't done, God's there multiplying his, his deeds and his thoughts towards me, his plans that he has for me. He's, he's like doing stuff, and I'm just unaware. And my job is to proclaim and tell them, yet they're more than be told. So I would want to root that group, and really any group, but especially musicians and production people, in the fact that the one you serve is greater than the means you serve him with. So whether it be video or music or production, or you know what? Like Job says, they're just the whisper of his ways, just the smallest. Mm-hmm. You know, and we settle for brief, scattered moments of awe rather than an ever deepening, ever intensifying, more consistent mindset of wonder that mm-hmm. God would call him to to us, us to Himself through Jesus. And man, if you capture that, it'll just put everything in perspective. You know, your music and your 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 job and the way you relate to people. It won't just be a job. I'll tell you that. Not just a job. It's like, I get to do this? I get to represent the King of Kings? This is so great. <laughs> you know, I love this. Amen. No wonder people burn out. You know, it's like yeah. they're they're trying to to it's just like Jeremiah says, you know, you've, you've, uh, was it hewn for yourself cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Mm-hmm. And, and we do that all the time, I think, in the worship ministry. Well, I think for me, the, 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 the biggest, I mean, I, maybe it's the, this, the, the ep- epicenter in my guts that I yeah, think yeah. I thrive with. Um, I mean, I love to mentor, obviously, but in that mentoring thing is I, I usually give the question and whenever I'm talking to somebody, this always comes up. So that's why I said this is probably the epicenter of who I am. And that is identifying how, what your burn is. And when I say that, it's not what your gift is. I don't care about what your gift is right now. I care about what you're burning for. And that's different than what it is you're anointed to do. Mm. You can have an anointing to play the guitar. You could have an anointing to teach. You can have an anointing to do all these things. But in that anointing, what's actually burning underneath that anointing? So it's kind of like I would ask, what are you leaving in the atmosphere the minute you walk out of the room? So what lingers in the atmosphere around you when you walk out of the room, what stays in the atmosphere? Because it could be rage. It could be anger. Yeah. And you could be burning for all the things that are the reasons why you can't get free. So to identify what we burn with is very different than the language that we're speaking today is, what are you gifted for? Oh, well, yeah. she's gifted at this and he's gifted at that. And we shove all the creative expression in a department in the church and call it media or call it production when we're missing out that everybody has a creative language. We're right. all speaking this language and we all have to identify, oh, the pastor's creative language is this is how he finds his sermons. This is how God speaks to him. So what we're burning for is different than what we're anointed for. So when I found that out, and when I started asking the Lord about that question alone, like, what was I made to burn for? Um, for me, I, I, I kind of found my way there 
by recognizing what was constantly attacking me because oh, wow. I was so berated by the assault from the enemy that it started to this conversation with the Lord. You know, you want to fight the enemy off. You want to come out from under anxiety. You want to come out from under, under depression. The Lord started saying, then find out who it is I've called you to be. And once you find out who it is I've called you to be, you'll know exactly how to fight off your attack. Yeah. And so I went out to the Lord in that. And I think it's, it's, um, it's paramount to everything that we do because if you, if you know that, like for me, it wasn't worship. I'm like, yeah, I'm gifted. I sit behind a piano. I can play. But what I do behind the piano is an overflow or an extension of what should already be going on on the inside of my spirit. Yeah. So that what you're getting is an overflow or an extension of this relationship that God and I are having that's now leaking into the atmosphere. And so what I realized is everything that I write, everything that I say, everything that I talk to people about, everything that I dream of or do has courage attached to it. I want courage to light itself in the atmosphere, take someone by storm and wrap itself around them and pull them from the dirt. Mm. And so I realized, oh, I think I burn with encouragement. I think I burn with courage. So to, to encourage somebody or to be one who encourages somebody in the dictionary, it says to throw courage on someone else. So I realized what I, I burned for in everything that I did was when I got on stage, when I got up in the morning, when I met with somebody to talk to them, when I mentored the dive school, when I did this, when I did that, it was to throw courage off of myself onto people that don't have it. And that's what people would say when they started emailing me about songs and listening to records and loving certain things. I felt like I could make it. I felt like God was healing me. I felt like God had seen me for the first time. And I'm like, right, 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 because i that's what I burn for. I think... This is this is what I feel like the Lord is revealing to me over the last year. Uh, he's really, really put heavy on my heart uh, to study the Levites in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. um, to study the worshipers mm-hmm. and the protectors mm-hmm. of the God of God's presence. Um, if I could gather everyone that's involved in this creative expression that we do every week and on recordings, I would I would love to remind all of us that worshipers are the modern day Levites. We, mm-hmm. we've, we, we have forsaken physical praise and physical blessings for the presence of God. It, it, that is our inheritance. Yeah. And so, you know, some Levites, their job was to twine rope for the tent and that was their life's goal. They did it unto the Lord. They didn't do it. So anyone could praise their rope making mm-hmm. skills. They did it so that the temple of God was protected. And there's, there's Levites whose job it was to sweep up the ash from previous incense. Um, about, about a month ago, I, told, I, I called Tyler and told him I got this, this crazy, I don't often have these like really spiritual dreams, but this one felt really important. Um, but 
in the dream, I, I, I woke up and it was our, it was our campus. Um, and there was, uh, there were people in, in the congregation sitting down and there was like the soft ambient music coming from the, from the PA and slowly people would, would stand up and worship and they would, they would light their like incense stick. Um, and one by one it would happen. But as soon as someone would stand up and worship, um, there would be, there was grass that was started to bloom out of the stage. And there was, um, there was just life that was coming. It was health. Mm. There was yeah. mm. their worship pro, like produced health, but it was, it, it was their choice to stand up into their, their identity as a worshiper. Mm, it was good. their choice to offer new sacrifice. Yeah. It was their, it was their choice to make sure that they weren't trying to burn old incense. It was mm. new. It was mm. fresh. It mm. was costly. Um, and so I think if I could gather everyone in one room and just say like, I want to encourage every person here that your inheritance is the presence of God. Yeah. And, and mm. like it, mm. the presence of God does not mess around. Like it, mm. it actually moves things and changes things and speaks mm-hmm. skills. And, um, so if, if we could take our attention and focus off of us and off of what we are going to benefit from in our creative gift, and put it on to the Lord. Um, not only is all the pressure then off of us, um, all the attention is on the presence of God. And if that's true, then in the presence of God, every stronghold breaks. Yeah. You know, every yeah. everything is changed right that's there. So, Man, the memories are just flooding right. back. Right. As 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 I'm hearing these answers, what amazing people we've been so blessed to have! Incredible guests, mm-hmm. uh, and they offer such uh, heartfelt wisdom to us, to the listeners. Yeah, absolutely love I know, it. I feel like I need to go back and just listen several times, take notes. I, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So- so good. I, I will. I will say this. I think still, even after this is episode 143, mm-hmm. four. I can't remember at this point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Candace Payne is probably the most surprising right. interview I've ever had. Right. And it's not that I had low expectations. I did. I just didn't know her that well. Yeah. I knew she was yeah. super funny. Right. Um. But man, what a what a gift! It, it, she is like, incredible. We give you a snippet. You've got to go back and listen to that whole episode with her because she just kept rolling with it too. It, I mean, yeah. she just rolled. It was episode yep. thirty, so you got to go way yeah, back. Episode, episode 30. thirty. But it was. And she just may have so even surprising. been on twenty nine and thirty. Oh I yeah, can't yeah. It might have been a two parter. Yeah, look at the labels, but she's phenomenal. Incredible. They're all great. They're all just unbelievable. So right, right. man. Thanks so much, you guys, for engaging, and thank you for listening. Yep, thank you. Hey, and thank you for leaving us five-star ratings and nice reviews over on Apple Podcasts. If you could do that for us, that really, really helps us out. And make sure you hit subscribe wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast. That way you don't ever miss out on a new episode. It's just right there waiting for you. First thing on Tuesday morning, we don't want you to ever miss it. So do that five-star ratings, nice reviews over at Apple Podcasts and pound that subscribe button. And Mm. thank you for following us on all the socials at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And you can even find us over on Twitter by searching the hashtag worship leader probs.
Absolutely. And friends, we love, we love connecting dots, right? We love, uh, and one of the greatest connections we've made is with Maven Media Productions. These are just amazing people. Uh, they're editing our podcast and like all the images and videos and things that you see, that those all come from Maven. Mm-hmm. And so uh, unless it's bad, if it's bad, it comes from me right? Uh, because I just made it on my phone. But all the really good ones come from Maven Media Productions. And what they're doing for worship leader probs, they can do for you. Yep. Uh, if you have a company, a business or a ministry or a church, whatever it is, you need help with consulting or design, social media, uh, you know, strategies, mm-hmm. or you need a website, logo, whatever it is, hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. They're the best, yep. the absolute best. And thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. Guys, we love you. And uh, we're coming to you live from Experience Conference next week on next week's episode. So can't wait to share that with you. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Deuces. Smell you later. <laughs>